the podcast on the solid network of podcasts we can check out everything else they got i hope to hop on uh, the the sports podcast from the experts who find me with for today today we talk about who that hosted by your boy timmy and we here with the lady of many names you know she <laughs> in this musical career she was That's jay nice. she was jay and it's called me <laughs> then it was jamie c now it's jamie shantay so, hey, talk to me talk to me talk to me so jamie the musical arts. How did we get it? How did you venture into the field of, of the musical? Um, I mean, that's a, it's a good question. I've been doing music for like as long as I've known myself. Like, mm. I have the typical start off singing in church. From I was, from I was in choir. <laughs> yeah. Singing on the praise team, singing in church. And then, and then my grandmother was also, um, she was a singer. She was in like three choirs before she passed away. And so I come from a family of musicians. Um, I guess in 2012, 2013, I ended up hooking up with the HD boys. Mm-hmm. So that's all of Miguel and Foots and Shadi those. And I used to spend like late nights at the Hill. My first song was with Travi Bow. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I just branched off with Twin M and I did my own thing. So why Jamie? Why you why you come up the gate with this like without J apostrophe Emmy? Yeah, I don't why? even remember. Like that was like so long ago. I don't know why I did and you, that. And you were like how old then? You, you was like, um I had to have been like 17, 18, 19. So he was a little early in the game. Yeah, that was early on. That was mm-hmm. early on. And talking about, because from the feature with Travi, he was on someone else's song. Other than Twins. No, it was just the Twins. And- Miguel. I did Travi, Miguel, um, the Twins. And my actual first song that I recorded was with Futs. Mm-hmm. But we never released that. It's a song oh, called a, Karma. So that's a hidden... It's a hidden gem. It's yeah. in the files. As almost 10 years ago, man, you got to tell Futs to go find that. I sure, sure you got this song. I just listened to it like a couple of nights ago. I no, still man, have you it. Got, you got to leak that, man. You no, gotta, it's a really embarrassing. Like, it's, it's complete <laughs> trash. Like, I, I don't even know what the hell I was talking about. You got to go live on your page and say, hey, guys, this is my first. <laughs> you are like me now, but this is my first time <laughs> this is how we began <laughs> and you took you took a bit of you took a bit of a break um in between those features i remember you had the you had the foots you had all the people so what why the break why didn't you why did you pull back on the kind of night? okay i do think it was a combination of things the first thing I would say is I realized that as a songwriter and as an artist, like you know, I'm super emotional, mm-hmm. and like I am going, I guess yeah, I'm going to write about shit that I I'm going through, shit that I feel. So it's like, do I really want the public to know about like what I feel for this person or like what I've been through? Like, I wasn't at a stage where I was like comfortable and like confident enough to be vulnerable with the public, and then two. I do think that I had to make a decision like early on in my years to say, are you going to like focus solely on like music or are you going to focus on like having a career because you can't do both. Mm-hmm. And so like at that time I was like, how am I going to make money like doing music? Mm-hmm. I have to sing in the Hilton. Mm-hmm. I have to perform this place. <laughs> hey, so what's wrong with Not wrong with the Hilton. I just didn't want to do it. I just was like, I don't think I'm at a point where I want to spend all my nights performing here and then I just it wasn't me at that time mm-hmm. and so I opted to do I guess the corporate route and I said I want to work hard in my career climb the corporate ladder make enough money to be able to fund like my passion and so like I've gotten to the point now where 
I'm doing good in my work life, in my career life. And like, I have the money and the means and the time to say, let me have a home studio. Let me take a trip to this place. Let me, you know, invest in my career. So that break was a part of me not being ready to be vulnerable and mm -hmm. also me feeling as if I need to spend more time on like focusing on providing for myself as a single woman on her own. Mm -hmm. So I, people still in the Jewish woman and the believe in best talking about <laughs> I say with the men, your male, your corporate, and your you know your side talents. So, when I was working at Alive, like my first year there, my first couple of months, because I started there in November 2017, I you know I was singing, and so like I used to be at my desk with my headphones in singing, and we had like a very open like work format, mm -hmm. and so everybody used to like you literally you could sing like you always singing though like you you need to shut up sometimes, <laughs> and, and like it got to a point where I was like. I, I actually like write music and my boss at the time he was Johnny Ingo and you know Johnny Johnny's a crazy guy and he was like you should just write a jingle man and <laughs> I sat at my desk one day I went on YouTube I looked for a beat I found the beat and I messaged Aaron Asher and I was like how do I go about like leasing the beats or like buying these like I want to write on a song I took my lunch break sat at my desk and it took me 20 minutes to write the Believe in Best song. I went with the twins later on in the afternoon. I recorded it and in our uh, marketing meeting, I played it for the team and they just was like, what the hell? Like you wrote this? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and it's still now the company jingle. Mm, nice, nice. Yeah. And they paid you for it. It wasn't like a little labor love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They paid me for it. Some, some corner. Yeah, for it. I made some corner. <laughs> and then, so what, what, what was the push or the, or the I guess the sign that, okay, I'm comfortable at work. I, people like my stuff to actually start to make full songs. Um, I think that transition happened late 2019. Mm. 2019. Yeah, 2019. And we had the Alive hosted the Hurricane Relief concert for Dorian and mm. Fusion. Mm -hmm. And you, you read the story. Mm. And I was at Fusion like the entire day, like planning that event. I left home maybe like about six o'clock. The events are like maybe seven, and I was at my boyfriend's house, and I just was like, oh, I like, I so tired, like, I don't leave. And you were there, and he was texting me, and you was like, I here just because this event, you better come. Mm -hmm. So I went. Yes, I actually was, I didn't even know. I was the market manager, I didn't know the event was happening. Uh -huh. I was about to go on for days. Said, hey, we have an event there for this song. I said, oh, okay, let me, <laughs> let, me, let me hang around the week. And so when I got there, it was Killer. It was Allison Hines. It was a couple other artists, Killer's mm. manager, a few other people. Um, Lisa. Yeah, I think she was there. Yes, 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 yes. She was like in the private room. Yeah. And I spoke to Killer and he they was like, come in a VIP and and I was just like, I know Groovy, I'm mm -mm. fucking coming out of mm -mm. VIP. I can buy my own drinks. I think we're burying the lead. We're burying the lead. No, I'm not. Yes, we are. Because we haven't stopped but you wrote the fucking song. What song? That yeah. I believe in you? Yeah. No, this was in that same event. This was a different event. Oh. This was before that. So, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so at this event, that's when I met Killer Those. Mm -hmm. We went to Albany the next day, and he heard my music. Mm -hmm. And that's when he... What did you play for him? Because you had the song. I played, I played um, Baby Boy, mm -hmm. and I played um, Future Bay, and I also played the Alive song. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, these are some stuff that I've been working on. Like, I don't have no new music, whatever. And that's when I went to Atlanta. Okay. And those couple of... I, I was probably was there for like two or three days. Mm -hmm. Those two to three days, I mean, he was texting the whole time. Mm -hmm. That time being in the studio with a huge soca artist who was at the time the soca monarch winner, yeah. it was so like, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, 
what am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. And so, like, after that, it was just like, I have to get serious about music. I have to take this seriously. And that January when we went to, to, to Jersey and we recorded right there on Backburn and, and, and Love. And you had this, oh, this, this, like, shiny moment of, okay, I should do music yes, for good. I, I was just like, I love my job, but, like, I really love music. Like, being in a studio for, like, 24 hours, like, not eating. Like, I was just like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. So talk to me about the song you wrote with Julian and Marcella. Right. So yeah. that I Believe in You song, that was after, that was also during the hurricane time. Mm-hmm. And Julian had put together an initial song. I was like, ah, oh, it's nice, but I think, you know, we could do something a little bit more personal. Mm-hmm. And so I left work and my boss knew. She was just like, oh, you go, you go write the song with Julian in the studio. Left work. I spent the rest of the day in the studio with him. Which, which studio? This was, um, I don't know whose studio it is, forgive me, but it's somewhere in, in um, Stapleton. Okay. Yeah, somewhere um, in Stapleton. I think that's E-Works. It's in a house. I think, I know, I can't remember his name, but I know his studio. Yeah, it's a pretty nice studio. And I sat there and I said, I said, sent me the lyrics. And like, I just was taking out, taking out stuff and like writing other things. And then we did the demo and then he passed that song over to Michelle and Everybody else, Kitty Fabulous and To the Lion. And it was like the empowering and like uplifting and the song of hope during that that hurricane season. And that was like when I first like I was like, okay, like I have writing credits to like Michelle now. Like, mm-hmm. come on, Jamie, like this could be a thing. So true, you know, I have credits. Yeah, I have credits. <laughs> so that was also like another light bulb moment for me. Mm-hmm. So then about a month later we went to New York, Jersey, and you the plan was how much? We just do five songs two days. Yeah, four, four or five songs. Do four or five songs two days. Um, <laughs> we first reach, um, we played this beat, and Jamie, Jamie faces on make. I even know Jamie had the face of uh, resting bitch face. <laughs> Mind you, we went on a Friday. Yes, that we was went, a holiday. We went on a Friday. Um, that was um Charlie Rule Day. Um, we went on a Friday. Jet blue direct flight reached in the evening. Cold. No, he's being marine. This is what yeah. cold. Ooh. Then uncomfortable, we go on, rent this Airbnb, plot to us, we never slept in the Airbnb. Never, not one night. Go on there, it's on 2 o'clock in the morning, Jamie, we just talking. Jamie, see, me, Julian, um, Drew, and everyone, we talking about music, we talking about Shout Afro out beats. to Drew, who is my producer in Jersey. We just talking about music, Jamie in the corner. Right, because... Ma- mad, text me, say, y'all talking about music? And we come here to make music for me. They're talking about Jadana. And then Jamie all in the corner of her face, makeup. I was like, baby, you got a vibe first? Of course, no, Jamie ain't used to this. No, Jamie, you got a right. vibe. Gotta be right I first. write by my, like, I'm a person, like, I write by myself. And so, like, I was just like, and to me, though, it's kind of like all that musical background. I was just like, I don't know what the fuck y'all. I have for three days. About. I won't go right. I'm to work. Like I was just like we we are Uber eating food. We drinking. We talking. To this I was from, so mad from Spotify. Jamie is, and then so now Drew thinking, be why Jamie so like why so stuck up? Like mm. that was his first impression of me. Like mm. I stand off his. Mm. <laughs> and then eventually at like two three a.m. I was like wait I fall asleep. This beanie maker said, let me go lay down on the floor. And I left Jamie <laughs> in there. And so what happened after I went to sleep and I was in there talking. Um, he and I finally connected. Like, we found something Five to talk about. Later. Five hours later. He had already had connections with Drew and, and, and the other Drew and Julie, and I was just like, I thought that this was my time to shine. <laughs> I don't even fucking, like, yeah, I was jealous, jealous as hell. And so we ended up talking, I think, about, like, relationships and stuff, because, you know, I was going through it or whatever mm-hmm. at that time, or fake going through it. And I was talking about, like, my love life, and like, he was talking to me about his love life, and I was like, oh, okay, we find something mm-hmm. that we can connect on, because... Having a producer like write or build the actual beat for you, 
it's like you have to have some kind of connection for like shit to like you know link and mm-hmm. connect. So. Which we was trying to do, but you want to sit in the corner. I don't know about all the hip songs and the heart songs from flicking 2000. I don't know. <laughs> I do not know like music stars, dog. <laughs> but yeah, we connected and absolutely hated the beat for Backburner. Mm-hmm. And I think, did we even write that? No, I didn't. No, I didn't yeah, write that oh, night. Yeah, yeah. And the next morning is when, you know, shit got, so shit I, got so intense. Let me leave Jamie so she could write. So I went to go record my basketball podcast. I come back and they did English did right there. Yeah, no, no, no. I think we did right there second. No, back when I was for the second song. You sure? I am 100% oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You yes, did yes. right there first. And you, yeah, you I took, did. Because I, I told them I didn't like Blackburn. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like the, the beat that they was doing. I was like, yeah, I ain't so, gonna write Soko. Because so what we're doing, we play, and the thing is, right, Jamie come there, I only come to write Soko. We say Jamie yeah. can sing. Jamie come here, like, like super ton of vision. I, want, I only want Soko. So he's playing, like, a bunch of Soko. Yeah. Groovy, groovy, groovy Soko songs for him. Because he wasn't a Soko fan. He, he's he, a, he's right. he after Jamaican, so he, he know a lot of reggae and he worked with a lot of Afrobeats um, artists so he's like that's what he know like he he has um credits with uh, Jadena and stuff so he's like okay this way I could make a test this so good thing I you could do something right. I always I always say I think because at, at that point in my mind I was just like I feel like I can blow faster if I like do soca music and like, I was just like I have so many like connects in that soca industry mm-hmm. and so I went there which is kind of like poor of me i was just like i only want to do so good on piano fucking army shit around me but backburner love is is a dope song so that morning as i told him i didn't want to do backburner he made the the beat for and the but the the only thing is the at the beginning the dun 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 that's a sample i don't know where it's from but he he pulled that from somewhere Mm -hmm. and everything else like he built from scratch he added the junk in it yes that part how much how much of it is in sound just that just that that thing right there Mm -hmm. because that was on a couple other songs have that remember gina's talk show has Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah But everything else, he he built. He added the drum. He added the junker nudes at the back. Um, made it very like soakish, calypso mm-hmm. kind of feel. Because um, he, he did a lot of stuff with Julian Belize. Of course, he, he's familiar with the, the instruments we use. Right, right, right. And back burner left this guy. We could cry in the morning. And... I think that, that was was that that sa- Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Cause, so we came in Friday. Um, you did right there on Saturday. We took all day. So the plan was to do two songs a day. We took all day Saturday to do to do uh, right there, mm-hmm. and you had trouble with the second verse. We get to help you like with the finishing like two words. On the, on the, yeah, and I, so watching Jimmy guys is interesting because Jimmy had the paragraph. She had to begin the paragraph and the end. <laughs> she didn't know how she wanted to connect the two sentences. So yeah, me, me Julian, Petra, Drew, Harmony, my cousin, was trying to help her finish. And we finished it and was like, yeah, you know. And Jimmy was like, this is the best song I ever had. The first song is so amazing. And Bagrin Love, I had to go. I, I can get. I had to go to. Amazon box or something. Yeah, 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 to lock up. To pick up something for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah she sent me to the, to, the, to the gas station to pick up with the Amazon box. And she put all of her heart and soul into that to back burn the love. Right. I so fucking toxic because I was, I was sad that morning because my ex is doing his own thing, although I had another nigga. Mm-hmm. And, and that oh, was yeah. the inspiration. That mm-hmm. was the inspiration for back burn the love. Yeah, so. So, this part is all we heard the first night. So just the just the beginning, right? Yeah. I'm playing my time, so y'all can understand. So just that. This is the only thing, right? So I fell asleep. I fell asleep Friday. That so and how I am, but I hear before I go to the dream about. So that whole thing was playing in my head all all Saturday, right? Time Jimmy saying I fucking hate this. Yeah. So after putting so much work in the right there, 
I Drew, Drew didn't have no idea. Drew didn't have no idea. Um, Drew didn't really have no idea what to do with um, her second song. So I said, wait, that thing I did the first night. Let's go back to that. Yeah. Let's go back to that. So he's like, hmm, okay. And then, so talk to me how you, uh, what changed your mind? I think um, because when I was when I was um, writing right there, I right there is actually something about it's like a true story actually, um, and I it, it something that happened at Suits. I, yeah. I met a guy at Suits, yeah. and that was that's an actual thing. And so when I heard Backburn again, after being like so super emotional, unwarranted that morning, um, I just was like, I fucking hate this nigga, and I'm gonna write this fucking song about a stupid ass. Like, and and I put myself in like that space to say like. Okay, let's write. Uh, fuck this nigga. And I'm moving <laughs> on. And like uh, some kind of like and empowering. So I, all song. I said was I really had to go because I didn't want to miss this thing she was telling me for. So I said, if you feel this bad, if you feel this, this strong about it, um, just go put it in a song. So, so my contribution was to tell Jimmy, put your feelings in the song, and I say, Drew, I really for some something I liked about that. Dun, 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 dun. So I said, but just do something with that. And then I left them and came back to. The full song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful song. Yeah, like, so... Like, how did we get from there, stuff? So, the lyrics of the song... First album music. I know what on my head, but... um, So, I... I really pride myself in making melodies and, like, really writing and like, t- storytelling. Mm-hmm. And so... After I heard, like, the first guitar piece, I just was like, I have to do something, like, very melodic. I have to do something that is still kind of, like, empowering, but, like, still sexy. And, like, it Mm -hmm. it shows, like, my personality, like, very boss bitch, very, like, I don't give a fuck. And, but I wanted to also give, like, backstory. And so the initial words of the song were, things were rocky, but they say keep holding on for love. Mm -hmm. Though you doubt me, I know that I'm still the one you want. But... We changed the lyrics just so it's a little bit more, like, um, less deep in love, but, like, more, like, something people can relate to. So it was, like, things get rocky, but just say keep holding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the song is pretty much, like, a storyline. Mm-hmm. So um, the the actual name of the song, Backburn of Love, I was telling Drew, I was, but this is when I was, like, venting, and, like, I was, like, flushed in tears and I was just like I sick of being on a fucking back burner I really wasn't I just was being a fucking drama queen <laughs> and I was like I sick of being on a back burner blah 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 and I was like that's just what we gonna name the fucking song like back burner love mm-hmm. and who did I who did the it was uh, me either me or Julian we did it together mm-hmm. no I know back burner love mm-hmm. yeah and then it was like that was the stable and then I just built everything else like around it mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you came home, you had the birthday party, you performed two songs. Uh-huh. Um, and you had a couple of your artist friends, like Foot, Judo, you performed. I was like, this, this mini concert birthday thing you had. Yes. And then so, we had so much planned, you know, we, we had to turn that carnival. Oh, God. For fun. And then you would have went to uh, New Orleans carnival, you would have performed. Right. And then you would have been you would have been to Miami carnival for fun. You would have been to Grenada. And then Grenada. Mm-hmm. So, so much things happened, but the, the panorama came. Right. You also was going to be music masters for carnival. And yes. I'm pretty sure you would have won. <laughs> for, for right there. So, like, so many things. It was, it was like, literally, it was like this. And right, right, right. COVID coming was like, nope. 
Yes. Yes, 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 so definitely. Post post pandemic, you gone back into your R and B bike. So what uh-huh. what what inspired you? Um, tell me through the process of to all the men I love. The process of to all the men I love, it was kind of wild. Like it was crazy. Like last year, and I talk about it a lot on my on my EP about being like in a love triangle and that's literally what my life was like since like 2017 up until like this year and i think at some point last year i got to the point at the end of the year and i was just like i kind of sick of doing this like back and forth taking these two niggas and like shuffling them and i wanted to like say good riddance i didn't completely say good riddance Mm -hmm. but um i wanted to say you know goodbye to those guys and i said you know what maybe i should just do something to like all the men that I have had some kind of meaningful or impactful Nine. relationship. It was eight, eight. It was seven. no eight, no seven, seven. Right. seven. But also, the thing about it is, not every person or every song. It was like a special someone to me. Like yeah. better didn't mean shit to me. It was just like a really good like muse or a good storyline, mm-hmm. you know. So I just wanted to closed one chapter of my life and like start a new chapter and it was just let me make this sexy and romantic and like very bold because it does take a lot to come on and write a song and write about a bunch of niggas and not just one yeah not just two yeah all, <laughs> all. a bunch of niggas all of them are you trying to bring it up because we have, you have too much names you realize you have five yes, different names because on. because i didn't upload i'm right there you know yeah, julian know. knows i'm know. so right there so let's go back to this album 10 songs so Intro, so intro and daddy's advice doesn't count. Yeah, so you on you. I'm not asking to call the way name. Just talk, talk to I me. I won't. Yeah, you so, want my ties to get flatty. So all of these songs, um, who produced them? Like, where did you find the beach for these? Um, so I wanted to work with two Bahamians, and so the project is like a solely Bahamian project, with the exception of Better, because Drew did the beat for Better. Mm-hmm. So Bahamian, Jamaican, American. Mm-hmm. Um, but you on you, if I'm not mistaken, that was. Javon, Ricky mm-hmm. Tan, mm-hmm. Um, and he did the beat for that. Um, the inspiration behind it was pretty much, I think every girl has been in a situation where, uh, you know, this your ex or this the guy you're talking to and y'all have a toxic past, but anytime you go, he, he don't watch your story, so you're watching your friend's story to see what you're doing, who you with and what you're doing. And so that song was just like, you did X, Y, Z to me. And I do an X, Y, Z to you. And you can't be mad because mm-hmm. I don't understand thing you did to me. Mm-hmm. So that was the concept of the song. And of course, I threw in prime time because I love a good prime time mm-hmm. out in. It's always the prime time for prime it's time. It's always the prime time for prime time. And your first love. First love was about the person that was my first relationship out of high school going into college. Um, a very good relationship that I kind of ruined because i think it was just too soon too mm-hmm. early on uh, i broke his heart mm-hmm. but we are still good friends like he just literally messaged me when i walked in there so everybody's nigga everybody's nigga is community deck uh i was just writing a song about that experience <laughs> <laughs> writing a song about that experience that was a hard song to write because it was just like like i ha- i started writing a song in october and I only got through the first verse and the bridge. And I didn't pick it back up until January. Wow. Because I was just like, <laughs> like, I want to write the song. And, like, I don't want to say too much. But, like, I have to say everything to, like, show my artistry. And, and so that was, like, all facts. Every single thing I sang happened. I didn't call names, but I said things. So people don't know exactly what I meant. And it was kind of hard talking about you know my sex life with someone but like it is what it is so why you decided to put the 2015 in it 
because 2015 was the year that I met him. Okay. Yeah, so it was, I didn't initially, funny story, the chorus was not always, this pussy could never be yours. It was something else. I'm not going to say what it was. Mm -hmm. um, and so I didn't have, uh, it. everybody's nigga was not in there. Mm -hmm. And so... Because I started the song saying 2015, first time chilling in the Batmobile. I was like, we just call the song 2015. Mm, yeah. So I just added the 2015 to the back. And her groom? Her groom was a guy that I was talking to um, when I was in journalism. Uh, he wasn't married at the time, but he ended up getting married for whatever reason. And I told for him, it was not for love or whatever. <laughs> And I told him, I said, the day you change her last name, like, nothing happening. Mm. And so they got married. He told me, he sent me pictures and everything. I was like, gorgeous, beautiful, amazing ceremony. And we still talk, but like, it's literally nothing sexual. It's nothing. It's just straight business, straight giving me advice. Uh, Island Man. Island Man. Um, was uh, someone from another Caribbean country that I um, have a connection with mm. another artist. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you said better? So Drew made better. Drew, but yeah. Drew did the beat for better. And that was the second time I traveled to Jersey. That was last year, November. During the pandemic. That was in the pandemic. That okay. was in the pandemic. Was, um, the, was it the last song recorded for the project? No. The last time I recorded for the project was maybe like Super Lover. Which is the next, the next song. Yeah. But better was I loved, like, when I heard the beat, I wanted to call the song Honors, right? Mm -hmm. And the song was initially supposed to be about, it was like it was like a cater to you kind of song, mm -hmm. right? I didn't have any inspiration for it because I was just like, I don't want to cater to any things I'm talking to right now. <laughs> so, but I had this in my head. I was just like, let me do the honors for you. But I was like, ah, it just ain't it. Mm -hmm. And so I listened to the song some more and I was just like, what is this song like telling you? And it was just like, better. No, I ain't no better. And then the guy that the song was about was like FaceTiming me like the whole time I was in, in Jersey. And I was just like, ah, oh, that's cool. Like, I know this nigga never be nothing. I don't think he know that. Mm -hmm. But the situation was, I knew he was talking to someone, another girl who was just much like me. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, this girl really bring this nigga hard. And I was just like, I know I can fucking hurt him too, but like, at least I can make you feel love. You know what I mean? Like, I don't buy a little shit. You know how I get when I'm talking to people. Toxic as fuck. And I was just like, this is like really good inspiration for the song. And so like, down to every line and everything. And then I also was setting in the song. Um, but in the meantime, I'll be killing time with him. So put on your big boy shoes. Let me make you change. Make me change my mind about him. I was being like my ex. So it was just like, that song to me is like my best song ever. And Super Lover. Super Lover. Um, I said this on the, on the last podcast I did with Mando those. But Super Lover was initially about a woman. But mm -hmm. I changed it because the person I was dating at the time wasn't too comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Never let a man change your art, okay? Because <laughs> I don't even fucking talk to him no more. But <laughs> still my boy though. But um, it was a song that was just meant to be about like sex and like the exploration of the body, like showing adoration and being uh, a dom. Was I'm a dom? I'm a switch. But it was just like being more dominant, and so that is like the sex song of the album. Mm -hmm. So that's when I'm a So what's what's next for you? 
So I will say that I definitely want to work on some more projects for myself, but I am in the process of like writing for some artists and it's, it's very difficult for me to like do both. Like I can't really walk into them at the same time. So either you write for you or you write for them. Right. And then when I write for me, like I'm, I get like in a very crazy like mood. So like that, when I did to all the men I've loved, I put on so much weight. I was just like depressed. I was just like drinking. I was writing music at four o'clock in the morning, like freaking out, having all kind of meltdowns. Like it was a lot. And so for me to go back into like that headspace to like write something like that vulnerable, that emotion is going to take me to like really break myself down. And so because I need to have sense to write for like artists, like mm -hmm. I can't do that right now. And also to do your job. Right. Yeah. I can't go to work with my wig twist and all that. Mm -hmm. So yeah so i'll be writing for some artists um i'm probably gonna drop a few singles like for the rest of the year but nothing crazy i want to do some music videos but i for, i won't have the time the right but i won't have i really won't have the time to do it just being realistic so i'm probably just going to aim to do that for like the anniversary and a pretty big thing i'm working on right now is i'm doing stories of to all the men i've loved on my website so starting next week sunday every week i'm going to drop like a chapter about two other men i've loved is book this, is this um visual no this is like this is me writing like okay. because of all things i'm a writer yeah. and so on my on my website i'll be writing like a chapter every week can release a chapter and it's going to be like how much total for every for every so for every guy eight, eight. okay yeah for every guy so, and so each person get a chapter each person get a book each person gets more than one chapter okay that's but i'll just drop like a chap but it's going to be like the actual stories of mm -hmm. like my relationships with like each man mm -hmm. i'll just change the names and like change a few minor details uh, <laughs> yeah and i intend to like release the like hardcover book um for the anniversary which will be february 14 2022 mm. so any more performances of the year i mean the, the country's open back up slowly but surely maybe we can get you to perform some of these songs live or, or is it not the type of project we like is it no, the type I'm of song? Perform, right? yeah but but it's also <laughs> i think it might be difficult to perform these type of songs to us as a right there in the background of love i think these easy to perform than right there like right there tell me all the fucking about the body you can mean, dance about i don't care if, if them fucking niggas what they could do throw to me the time even i sing it <laughs> so i was supposed to do unplugged um that got postponed i think that was supposed to be an august show but i don't think we're doing it anymore either so it may be sometime in november but apart from that i was talking about like having my own show mm -hmm. where i like perform the the full tape um so just like a, a show just for the tape yeah and just just for the tape and then two something i'm working on at work um is a project called ride the beat um and it's it's almost like a tiny desk for like bohemian artists so mm -hmm. i may just do the honors and then kick it off mm -hmm. since yeah. it was since yeah. it is my idea yeah. and so i guess that's something that will happen within the next month two months or so mm -hmm. um other than that no like i absolutely like hate performing and like when people ask me to perform i just be like because you don't make the money so i mean you gotta get, get over that you gotta make you gotta perform to make money so i know but then i also like this sounds so stupid right but i also you know poppy show dog you know what i mean <laughs> it's the stupidest thing ever there's no cop there's no logic behind that i just i just don't like it you full of shit i am i mean because you are a poppy show uh, you're an artist you yeah. are a poppy show i mean <laughs> Not to say that, but you are. Yeah. I will perform. I, I, I feel like I'm just very select with with what I where I perform. Okay, like, her. Yeah. <laughs> Cancel it. Cancel my man. face. 
I want you to see my face. I'm just iffy. And then two, like, I think, well, my job doesn't really, they, my yeah. job don't care. But I think before this job, it was also like, I work in corporate. Like, how am I thinking about niggas? You know, and, Thanks, and, yeah. and then I lead in the meeting and, you know, 20 KPIs the next morning. But um, I, I probably will do a, a few performances, but like I'm really focused on like getting my home studio set up. And um, I also want to get into like building beats and like engineering and mixing the mastering too. So I have some friends who are working on me to like get that part of um, my artistry up. But at performing and I got to talk my list right now. Like, I try to make some money and, like, get some how royalties. You, how, you, how you make the money first? Songwriting. You songwriting and these royalties. So you're trying to be like Asta Dean then? Yes. I am trying to be like Asta Dean. I love Asta Dean. Okay. So, yeah. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's So last thing before we go. Um, pretty little thing. I mean, as Nick as I really... Pretty little thing. Really yes, 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 yes. So, um... My good friend Jamie, Jamie did a video for Winnie Harlow, and she was featured in Pretty Little Thing. She was, she's an influencer for them. Um, so he hit me up, and he was just like, you know, can I use um, your song? And I was like, yeah, sure. And he's like, okay, Pretty Little Thing is going to reach out to you. And, like, they did, and we talked, and we had some conversation about some other things that's in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, God's spell life, God's villain. Um I signed the contract and I didn't tell anybody because I just was like, what if they just decided they don't want you to fucking sound and I shame? Mm-hmm. Then I got my close friends saying, oh my God, I can be on this and that and it don't happen. And so one day I was home chilling with my boo and my sister texted me and she was like, Tiana Taylor just tagged you on Instagram. I was like, no, she didn't. I would fucking see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I went on my Instagram and I was like, and it was pretty little thing, Tiana Taylor. And I was just like, all these celebrities, so it was like reposting it with the caption, like tagging me. And I was just like, Oh my god, like what the fuck? Tiana knows my name. <laughs> you know? Um, and so that was that was a, a wow moment for me. It was also like a real push um in my career, like with me wanting to take music more seriously because it was just like literally like nothing is impossible, you know. And I do have like this, you know, big big dream, big mindset. Like mm-hmm. I honestly feel like I could do anything. Mm-hmm. And seeing like those those small things like come together and just be like huge fucking events it was just like god i thank you mm-hmm. you know so yeah that was that was pretty phenomenal for me so let's let people know where they could find you to listen to your music read your your horror stories um. <laughs> you can find all of my horror stories on jamieshante.com the name is right under there um i'm on instagram as well as at jamieshante on twitter horrible thoughts on there as well it is at i am jamie shante you can see my toxic thoughts in real time um on all streaming platforms i am jamie shante if you're looking for right there though right there is actually listed under jamie c i will fix it at some point honestly background under jamie shante but oh. the ep oh. is under jamie shante background loves under jamie shante but if you want to listen to right there which is a lot of people's favorite song dun, it's, dun, dun, it's dun, under dun, jamie dun. c Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> this has been episode three of Who That Who That. I'm um, Timmy. This is Jamie and Linka. Who that? 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 Who that?